cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Hello. Hey, hey. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How you doing? Whatever time it is, wherever you are in the world. Hello. And welcome to Life of Sabang. Thank you so much for being here. It's another week and every single week we get to hang out and it's a chance for us to really just kick it, you know, and just unpack some real life things. Things that are, that are like bothering us and they don't always need to be things that are bothering us. It could be things that really make us really, really happy. But I'm more of a, you know, let's let's get real type of girl. My name is Lebang Khosana and you are listening to this courtesy of cliffcentral.com and I'm so excited to to be here to hang out with you. There's so much that's been happening. Oh my word. I just feel like life is just constantly going on and on and there's always so many things that are happening all the time around us. And sometimes we just need to like stop for a moment. And just breathe and just take it in. <sighs> right? That felt good, right? Yeah, that's always nice. It's something that I'm trying to practice, like where, like if things are just getting a little bit too heavy, I just kind of like, whoop, take a minute, whoop, stop. And just breathe in and breathe out. And then we take it from there. So I'm happy to be here today. Um, it's Life with Lebang. It's another episode. And this episode is, as always, it's solution-based, right? And we actually got an email from one of our listeners. And he has asked to remain anonymous because, hey man, it is what it is. And this is what he has to say. So he says... Hi, Life with Lebang, and to all the listeners, hello. I'm a 33-year-old husband who has been married for a couple of years, and I'm also a father of two. I'm currently employed and working within the media industry. However, I'm not fulfilled with my life. This is purely because I feel like I haven't discovered my life's purpose, and I don't know what to do. Am I alone in this situation? What advice would you offer me in trying to figure out my true purpose? Well, I will say this to you, my friend. What you're experiencing is something that a lot of us experience. So, to answer your first question, no, you're not alone. A lot of us go through life not really knowing what we're doing and why we're doing it, how we're doing it. It's a very, very big ask. Am I living my life's purpose? What is my purpose? That's a heavy load. Because who has that answer, right? If It has to be you. It's not like you can just make a phone call and then just like maybe just call God or your ancestors and be like, hey guys, what's up? Um, Just just checking in, you know, about my purpose. Oh, is that? Okay, cool. Thank you. It's not that easy. Finding your life's purpose is such an ongoing journey. It's such a... I can really call it it's a forever thing. And in my little 30 years of experience... As I sit in this chair speaking to you so confidently and sharing so much of myself with you and serving you, I can still honestly say that I'm also still on this journey of figuring out what my purpose is. It's ongoing. It's not a destination. I mean, once you figure it out, yay, sure, whoop, whoop. But you'll always, you know, want to know more and want to do more. 
I believe. So let's chat a little bit today about living an unfulfilled life and also how you can get towards living a fulfilled life because that's what I want for you. I want for you, if you're feeling like you're just, you know, day by day, just going about your day, it's almost like robotic and, you know, you wake up, you wash, you go to work, you come home, you chill with the kids, you chill with your wife or your husband, you go to sleep, you wake up the next day, same thing. That's a problem. Life shouldn't feel like that. It should feel like way more than that. So let's first unpack what is an unfulfilled life. So an unfulfilled life, quite simply put, is a life without purpose, straight up. And the reason why life feels purposeless is that we become quite disconnected from the collective purpose of being. And I put being in inverted commas, right? We only become unfulfilled when we do things that have no true importance to us. Now, I want to say that again, right? Because this particular part is so key in figuring out how you got to where you are. Because one thing I've noticed is that people that live unfulfilled lives almost like wonder, like, oh, how am I living this unfulfilled life? I just woke up and I found myself here. No, it's the decisions that you made that got you there, right? We only become unfulfilled when we do things that have no true importance to us. You heard? And what really makes us do things of unimportance is just like a, it's a sense of urgency. It's just like this thing of jacking all the time. We're only restless when we're in a hurry and we feel incomplete. And that very same urgency sends us on this wild goose hunt seeking fulfillment and gratification in the outside world from everything around us rather than from within us. Fulfillment is an inside job. I love that. Oh, fulfillment is an inside job and we create the feeling of being filled within and then outward activity becomes a reflection of that inner experience. And that's just what it is. This is the information that your psychologists are going to tell you. This is information that your elders are going to tell you. When you seek out advice because you are living such an unfulfilled life, the first thing that people most like to say is start within self-reflection. Nya, nya, nya. And it, it can sound like a bit of a broken record, but there is a reason for that because it's the truth. You only become unfulfilled when you do things that have no true importance to you. So why do we keep doing things that are unimportant to us? Why? Is it because we don't know who we are? Is it because we're just Trying to go with the flow Are we just being taken by the wind If the wind is saying let's go left Are we going left Is it because we don't stand for anything And therefore we'll stand for anything These are the kinds of things I want you to think about today Especially if you're not waking up Necessarily happy every morning And you are feeling sluggish And down If you're experiencing a lack of purpose In your life You know you'll feel bored Dissatisfied Empty Quite frankly, like life has no real meaning. And you may even feel unfulfilled in your relationships with other people, disaffected by things at home, at work. You're just, you know, asking yourself, what is the actual point of what I'm doing? In the same way that Anonymous says, you know, he's 33, he's a husband, meaning he's married, he's got a wife, he's a father of two. That already sounds like, you know, like he's, you know, he's got his, he's got his shit together. Like, oh, this is cool. So you've got a family yet still, 
yet still he's feeling unfulfilled. Man, that's that's the reality of so many people. That is the reality of so many people. So you may feel hopeless, desperate, numb, unable to find enjoyment in things that you know that used to bring you pleasure. And ultimately, experiencing a lack of purpose in life can unfortunately isolate you from your friends and your family. And the people that you actually care about, suddenly, they just aren't around anymore. Whether it's you aren't around with them or they've separated from you, it can happen both ways. But because you've identified this lack of purpose, uh, lack of purpose and this sense of worthlessness, if I can call it, you, find, you feel kind of lonely at some points. Unable to participate in social activities And then you go down this rabbit hole Of like depression And all sorts of Anxiety driven things Where you just start to feel like Am I even Can anybody see me Can anybody see me Can anybody hear me Can anybody hear my cry I'm crying out right now Not real tears It's not tears But I'm hurting Is there anybody out there That can hear me out So I'm going to point out one thing Because I think this is such a big thing And it's something that we all suffer Well, most people suffer with a lot It's where we place our purpose Like I said in the beginning Finding your purpose is an ongoing journey And we sometimes make the mistake Of placing our purpose in other people And then we become reliant on those people To give us a sense of fulfillment And then when you don't get that sense of fulfillment Then all hell breaks loose Because you're like "Uh, Hello, you're supposed to be making me happy Other person, hello Whereas that's not the case, right? You need to find that Within yourself Placing your purpose and self-worth In your relationships Whether it's with yourself, with your kids With your parents, with your friends or whatever Can ultimately cause you to feel inadequate Helpless And feel Fearful of rejection And those are all things you just don't want to be a part of So wouldn't you rather just put this responsibility on yourself? I would say you should do that There's also some major links to health How your purpose is directly linked to your health And I'm not going to go into too much detail of that But research has shown that people who don't have a strong life purpose Are defined as self-organizing um, you know, they, they most likely to just sort of live these very outside of an unfulfilled life, just kind of like an arb, not doing anything, not going anywhere type of life. And that has, you know, some sort of effect. Things like strokes, heart attacks in the long run, your physical health can get affected by not going on this journey of finding your true purpose. So let's get to the fun stuff Cool Because I think we've spoken enough now About all the droopy Sad Oh what are we going to do stuff All the sad stuff And that stuff we have to speak about We can't ignore Because that's us unpacking the problem And now I'm excited to share with you Some solutions Yes So put the volume up What is it that you can do Right To Begin this journey of finding your purpose. What is it that you can do to participate in really getting to living a happier life? Number one, beyond living a happier life, just 
being a better version of yourself so effortlessly because ultimately that's what the important thing is. Cool. So let's kick start with the first thing that you can do. Cool. Step number one, you need to understand your values and your goals in life and explore ways to align your life with those values to help you feel more fulfilled. So if I check back to what I said in the beginning, I said that things that make us unfulfilled is participating in activities that ultimately do nothing for us. They don't bring us joy. They don't make us happy. If anything, they make us feel quite sad. It's quite the opposite. So I would say, let's start by finding activities that make us happy, bring us joy. Nah? And try and align those with our values and our goals. So if I were to ask you right now, what are your values? What are your goals? Would you be able to answer me? That is not a trick question, <laughs> by the way. If someone were to ask me, Lebang, what are your goals? What are your values? Oh man, I tell you straight up, my values are family, honesty, responsibility. These are my values. My values are love. My values are creativity. Being able to be myself in every single room that I walk into. Not caring a damn about how other people feel about me or how other people are moved or are not moved by me. My values are to be my best self everywhere that I go. So much so that the next person leaves and says, sure. Sure, that was quite an experience. Eh? That 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 Lebang chick, she's hectic, eh? That is what I believe in. My goals. Oh, I know what my goals are, honey. My goals are to move into a house this year. My goals are to make a bar this year. My goals are to raise my kids in the best way that I can. My goals are to focus on the things that I can control always. And just be so far away from toxic environments Because right now in my life On this journey, at this part of the journey that I'm at That's what's important to me So I can tell you off the bat what my current goals are And what my values are And it's okay to, you know Reshuffle them Every now and then, if anything you should Because you're not always going to be the same person In the next three years when you ask me the same question I'll have different goals I will have different values Hopefully better ones, right? What else can you do? To try and find your purpose and live a less unfulfilled life, you need to start exploring your true, unique identity and improving your self-awareness so you feel more connected to your identity. Now, this one is quite vague because it can be linked to your background, where you're from. It can be linked to like your family, your ancestral lineage. It can be linked to so many things, but at the end of the day, Only you can figure out who you really are Your true unique identity What makes you special? What makes you different from everybody else? What's that thing that That thing that inside of you There's like a fire, a passion for What's the one thing when you think about it You're like, oh my word Movies, I love movies so much Oh, cooking, I love cooking There has to, there's something for everyone I promise you there's something for everyone. That's just like that. It is what it is. What is that thing that makes you more connected to your identity? You need to start thinking more positively in the way that you look at yourself on this journey of self-discovery. You need to explore where you can, you know, where your needs and your desires are, your fears and all the obstacles that maybe are keeping you from reaching your potential. Those activities that I spoke about that are just doing nothing for you, chuck them out, buddy. Let them go, buddy. 
and make room for real fulfilling life activities so you can find a nice balance you also need to learn to acknowledge and accept what you cannot change mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. And engage your energies in things which can give you a sense of effectiveness in life I cannot even say this enough Acknowledge and accept what you cannot change That's one of my values I told you I'm focusing on the things that I can control And I'm letting go of the things that I can't control It's that simple If I can't do anything about it Deuces I'm letting that ish go bruv But if it's within my control I'll give it the attention that it needs If this is within my vicinity If this is not toxic If this is not giving me weird vibes Ah, I'm there But if it's anything else Peace I love this one Please write this down Accessing your inner creativity You know, I remember being in varsity 2,000 years ago And one of my lecturers Who is funny enough My tourism lecturer She said to us Everybody Has a sense of creativity And you know Being young We're like No there's no way ma'am How can A doctor be creative How can an accountant Be creative How can a lawyer Be creative Because these are the kinds Of jobs that almost Have like a blueprint That one must follow Right And that's that If you are an accountant there is a theory and then you apply that theory and that's that. And this is my first year, by the way. So I'm also at that point trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And, you know, she proved us. She said there's no way that any human being can be born without a sense of creativity. Because creativity is no one thing. When you're a child, the way you put on your pants that's your own creative way of putting on your pants. The way you write your name, that's how you write. That's your own creative way of writing your name. So as we grow older, you know, we're taught, you know, theories and we're taught the right way to do things. But even if you get into these, these uh, careers, doctor, mathematician, accountant, whatever, there's the theories, sure, but then there's your way of doing things. And isn't that what creativity is? It's just your way of doing things. So for the longest time, I thought creatives are only like artists, musicians, poets, painters, drawers, designers, all of those fashion designers, all of those kinds of people. But no, as I grew older, I realized more and more that every single person has an inner creativity that exists. They just need to then... Try and access it, find it, explore it, and apply it. Even in your little cubicle at your 9 to 5, while you're answering calls, your creativity is the way in which you engage with the people you're speaking to, right? It's not the stock standard, hi, welcome to blah blah, how can I help you today? That's probably how everybody's doing it. The real question is, how are you doing it? What energy or what part of yourself are you putting into your work that's tapping into your creativity? Are you saying it with a smile? Are you, you know, putting so much positive energy into that phone call that the person on the other side actually feels better after speaking to you? Tap into your inner creativity. If you really feel like there's no other way to get creative at work, 
then that's where hobbies come in. Pick up a pen, pick up a pencil, start drawing, start doodling. It doesn't need to be perfect, but it's a start. You will feel more fulfilled by just doing that one little thing, I assure you. What else can you do? And this is probably the hardest one. Um, simply because it's like real soul searching 101 type stuff, which we kind of like to ignore, right? Healing past wounds and stepping forward with courage. Way easier said than done. It's so easy to say that. Oh, you had trauma growing up. Go sort it out. Okay. How? <laughs> How do you sit and, you know, go to a place in your mind that you've locked away for years and years and years and finally face this? Who ha- who actually has the courage to do that? There's people that go throughout their entire lives not dealing with their problems, not dealing with some of their childhood traumas, and as a result, live these unfulfilled lives. They engage in activities that don't bring them joy. Again, it's easier to say, but have you done it? Is it something you're willing to do? I encourage you to do it today. It's not easy, but it needs to happen. That is if you're interested in living a fulfilled life. I mean, if you're not interested, I'd call then you're listening to the wrong show. But generally, uh, genuinely rather, I suggest you try it. It's something that I embarked on quite recently where, you know, I, I think like for the past 15 years, I, I didn't live with my dad. I didn't really talk to him. Life was just kind of going on. And this is somebody that lived like down the road for me. And life just carried on. But then at the beginning of this year, I said, you know what? If I want to be a better mother, if I want to be a happier person, then this is something I need to do. And I called him up and we had like a dinner, which lasted like six hours. And it was such an emotional roller coaster. There were tears. There were so many laughs. There was so much truth that was revealed in those six hours. That I needed And I can honestly say that he also needed And I never actually thought I'd be able to do that I always told myself Ugh, Life goes on, it is what it is But I needed to do that And it was hard It wasn't easy to sit there and Confront this person About why things were the way they were But I can honestly tell you that After that I just feel so At ease about so many things Now when I think about him I don't automatically go to like Anger or frustration Or like You know just feelings of hurt and pain Now when I think about him I'm like oh yeah I mean you know that's my dad He's still alive And we'll see where the future takes us So please, if there are wounds that you are carrying in your heart, just do it. Just do what you can to heal them for your own good so you can go forth and be happy, whatever that happiness means to you. So here's a list of a couple of other things that you can do if you're feeling Like there's a lack of purpose in your life And this is like some self-help stuff So this is stuff where it's like just you and you It won't cost you much You don't need to go to a psychologist Whatever the case is This is just for you and you 
try opening up to someone that you can trust. I mean, that could be quite a relief and it could help you to better understand your worries as well as your anxiety. Having people around you that are positive influences, that are trustworthy, that are just like looking out for you, reliable people is so important. And I don't want you to sort of like mix this up. So people that you spend all your time with, let's say there's people that you spend every single weekend with, your friends or whatever, engaging in certain activities, whether you guys are always out drinking together, always out clubbing together, always out whatevering together, you have those things in common. Don't misunderstand what those friendships are for. Just because we hang out all the time and do the same things all the time, it doesn't mean that you're the person that I can trust and you're the person that's reliable that's going to have my back. In most times, the person that you can trust and that's reliable is the person that you see once or twice a year. But when you do see them, it's like you guys are actually engaging in value-adding activities. So give that one a thought as well. Look after your physical health. Get enough sleep. Follow a balanced diet that can stabilize your mood and energy levels. Health to the year. If you can't afford a gym, get your ass up and start jogging. Because the benefits of that, not just physically, I mean, sure, you're going to look better eventually, but the benefits internally are so much more. You feel better. You're in a happier mood. You just feel like you can take over the world. Regular exercise will help you battle stress and release any tension that you've got as your brain releases endorphins, which will improve your mood. Don't you want to be in a better mood? Shit, I want to be in a better mood. Breathing exercises. I love this because I'm actually currently pregnant. This is something that I I practice. Breathing exercises, mindfulness, and relaxation techniques will help you calm your mind. Another very cool one Keep a diary of the situations that make you feel anxious And note how you've reacted in each situation This will help you identify potential triggers for your anxiety Now this one is extremely powerful Because you can then in that moment Look back and see your behavior So you can write down and say Oh dear diary Today I had a fight with my boss This is what started it This is how I reacted And this is how I'm feeling now And then later on, when you're like in a bit of a calmer state, you can look back on that and be like, sure, man, I really did overreact. Oh man, I really could have handled that a lot better or whatever the case is. But you're giving yourself an opportunity to do what? To grow, to learn from your previous ways of behavior so that in future, when your boss tries to fight with you again, this time your reaction is, okay, sharp. Cool story, bro. You just say, okay, cool, bye. That's how you react now. That's growth, man. That's growth. Because you're like, we will, what's the outcome going to be if I fight this person again? What's the outcome going to be if I get upset again and tell my boss where to get off again? Last time I got a written warning. Last time I went home feeling really crappy for three days. I don't want that again. So something has to change, right? So make a record of how you react to situations and see where you can improve. Because if you focus on what you can control, which is your reaction to things, then you could be on your way to being happier. The last one. Try to avoid things 
that can really increase your anxiety. Things that can make you unsettled, whether it's smoking, caffeine, alcohol, whatever it is for you. And I would, I would say doing these things in excess, like excessive drinking, excessive smoking, excessive coffee drinking. <laughs> like, try and avoid these things. The excessiveness of them. Because they're not doing anything for your mood. They're not doing anything for your health. These things will ultimately just make you more and more anxious. And if you are truly, truly, truly committed to a path of finding your purpose and feeling less useless and feeling more useful, then these are some of the things that you can do to help yourself first. And like I said, this is a thing where you need to look inwardly first. And I'm not going to have all the answers. You know, I'm not a, a psychologist. I did not study psychology. I don't want anybody, I don't want you listening to think, oh, well, that's what I need to do. No, do what works for you. I'm just telling you from things that I've experienced and things that I know to work. Try these things out. Participate in activities that bring you joy. If you're struggling to find what those activities are, then explore. A lot of the times our environment plays a massive role. A massive, massive role on our happiness, on our joy. Get out of that environment. Get out of that environment. Switch it up and see what what happens. Just see what happens when you change your environment. Sometimes it's the people that you live with in that environment that make you feel extremely miserable. Forget about those people. If people are calling you to participate in activities that are just like, that are like lame and aren't bringing you any joy, forget about those people. There's people out there that are ready to be friends with you, that are ready to do this life thing with you. There's people out there that are looking for you so that collectively you can all just live a great life. But you have to make space for those people, right? Those people aren't just going to... They're not going to know where to go if there's no room for them. So that's just something to think about today. And I don't want to depress you, but I do want you to give this some proper thought. And if this all feels like it's too much to handle and it's too much to deal with, that's okay as well. You are allowed to get help. You can visit your nearest psychologist... You can ask around for a psychologist recommendation if really this is something where you are at the end, your wit's end, and there's nothing you can do, and there's nobody around you that can help you, you feel, and you can't help yourself, and you need guidance. Don't be afraid to ask for guidance. There are qualified people who can see you from time to time, even online. You know, we live in, we live in a different time now. Now you can actually just like speak to a psychologist through your phone, which is really exciting. So try that out. The point is, I don't want you to give up hope. And to Anonymous, who wrote us that letter, again, you're not alone. Um, you know, you've got a, a beautiful wife. You've got two beautiful children. And I want you to focus on 
participating in activities that bring you joy and light a fire inside of you that just really make you smile from ear to ear because all you can offer the world is the best version of yourself and the best version of yourself will always be enough will always be enough so i encourage you today to go out there and live a great life cliffcentral.com